0: skies and breezy conditions. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center.
1: Gaithersburg at 37 degrees, some parts of the area down to the lower 30s overnight.
2: You're listening to WTOP.
0: Washington's news, traffic, and weather station.
3: WTOP News. Facts matter.
1: Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Coming up tonight
3: on WTOP. How long a former Montgomery County oral surgeon will spend behind bars for the role he played in the death of his girlfriend? I'm Mike Marilla.
1: A D.C. man appears in court charged with a deadly shooting at a New Year's hotel party. I'm Dick Uleone. A new way to try to lower crime in D.C. It comes from the Attorney General's office in the city and focuses on teenagers. A
2: TikTok star in Northern Virginia who's building a tunnel under her home has to stop. For now, I'm Nick Alinelli.
1: Is most everyone around you coughing and sniffling and sneezing? Could we have avoided the trifecta of viruses that getting everyone sick in our region? We'll check in with Dr. Peter Hotez coming up in 15 minutes, 9 o'clock
2: is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts.
4: I'm Jennifer Kuiper. After Colorado's Supreme Court ruled that former President Trump could not be on the Republican primary ballot there due to January 6th, he has turned to the U.S. Supreme Court. CBS News election law contributor David Becker. I think
5: they'll move quickly to try to resolve this case, hopefully on the merits, as quickly as possible, so that the entire nation will know whether or not under the 14th Amendment Donald Trump is qualified to run for the presidency.
4: The names of people associated with late Jeffrey Epstein are released in some 950 pages of newly unsealed court documents. A federal judge ruled the names of Epstein's alleged victims and those connected to him must be made public. Criminal defense attorney Joseph Tully points out. His
5: job was
3: obviously rounding up people, people of influence, people in positions of power, and putting them in compromising situations. But that doesn't necessarily mean that everyone he interacted with was involved in that.
4: CBS News is still reviewing the documents. The Justice Department sues Texas over a law targeting migrants that is set to begin in March. CBS's Omar Villafranca. The
3: Justice Department sued Texas over a new state law which would make it a state crime to illegally cross the border and would give the state of Texas the power to deport migrants. The DOJ says it's unconstitutional.
4: In Iran... (laughs) Close to 100 people were killed in blasts at a ceremony honoring a general who died in a 2020 U.S. airstrike. A senior advisor to Iran's president blames Israel and the U.S. for the twin blasts. The State Department says the U.S. was not involved in any way. The U.S. and at least 11 other nations have issued a joint statement calling for an end to Houthi attacks on commercial vessels in the Red Sea. Admiral John Kirby says the attacks on vessels in the region are a threat to lives, the global economy, and the free flow of commerce, and the U.S. will not sit idly by.
3: We have established and will
0: continue to maintain a significant force presence in the Middle East.
4: The spokesman for the National Security Council commented after the United States and several allies issued what amounted to a final warning to the Houthi rebels to cease their attacks on vessels or face potential military action. The Yemen-based militants have carried out at least 23 attacks since the start of the war between Israel and Hamas. Linda Kenyon, CBS News, Washington. A $25,000 reward is being offered for information leading to the capture of whoever shot and killed Imam Hassan Sharif outside of his Newark, New Jersey mosque. Acting Essex County Prosecutor Theodore Stevens.
5: Although at this stage in the investigation, we do not have a motive it does not appear that the imam was a victim of a biased crime or that this is related to terrorism.
4: This is CBS News.
2: Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts.
1: 903 on WTOP. It's Wednesday evening, January 3rd, 2024. Gaithersburg at 37 and dropping a few more degrees over now. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. He was convicted of second-degree murder for providing and giving his girlfriend powerful drugs that would lead to her death in January of 2022. Now a Montgomery County Circuit Court judge has sentenced a 50-year-old Germantown oral surgeon. To 45
3: years behind bars. During his sentencing, James Ryan in jail attire listened for almost three hours as family and friends of 25-year-old Sarah Harris told the judge he needed to pay. Harris's mother, holding up a pouch that contained her daughter's ashes and hair, looked at Ryan and called him pure evil.
5: I wanted him To
4: sit there and be held accountable by listening to me.
3: Ryan told the court he was remorseful but tried to convince the judge he didn't administer the drugs that killed Harris. But the judge didn't buy into it, saying he should have known better. Harris's mother on the 45-year sentence for Ryan. I'm
0: very, very pleased with it.
3: At Montgomery County Circuit Court, Mike Murillo, WTOP News.
1: An 18-year-old D.C. man is being held without bond in the killing of Ashley Hines who was found shot to death at a New Year's party at a hotel in Friendship Heights. WTOP's Dick Giuliano observed the suspect in court, hearing his plea today. Jelani Cousin faced a D.C. Superior Court judge who found probable cause to hold him in the death of 18-year-old Ashley Hines. Cousin, an uninvited guest at the party at the Embassy Suites Hotel in Friendship Heights, is accused of repeatedly waving a gun in the 7th floor hotel room and then firing two rounds through the door of room 718 after he was asked to leave the party. Hines, home from her freshman year at LSU, was struck twice, one round entering her chest. Cousin is charged with second-degree murder while armed, and his next court appearance is scheduled in two weeks. Dick Ulliano, WTOP News. suspect pleading not guilty this afternoon. Do stay with WTOP. And WTOP.com for the latest. D.C.'s exploding crime wave this past year was fueled by a lot of the activities of teenagers. Now a New Year's plan to make that stop. The city's attorney general is sending out up to a quarter million dollars in grants to stop crime and violence among young people. The goal is to put young folks in positive situations through local programs and community groups and sports, recreation and mentoring. Schwab says groups will get the money if they're able to show results in helping the younger folks and showing them there's a way to solve the problems, making money even with no violence involved. Community groups that want a grant have until February 2nd to sign up to apply. The last remaining charge against a former Northern Virginia elections official accused of corruption and lying during the 2020 election has been dropped. Former Prince William County Registrar Michelle White was facing a misdemeanor accusing her of neglecting her duties. But that was dismissed earlier this week by a judge at the request of prosecutors. The Virginia Attorney General's Office dropped more serious felony charges of corrupt conduct and making a false statement last month. That's because a key witness changed their testimony. Prosecutors have offered very few details about what exactly White is accused of doing. According to court records, the case revolves around 2020 election results. Prosecutors have dropped the last part of this uh, accusation or, or uh, suit. And that happened just this week. Now, she's known as the TikTok Tunnel Girl. She lives around here. The local woman has been building a tunnel under her home and has collected more than a half million followers on the app. But now she's being ordered to stop. What she's doing.
3: So, they did give me a stop work order and are requiring an immediate evaluation by a professional engineer.
2: A town in Northern Virginia has put a stop to the work that the TikTok star known as Kala has been doing at her home, or rather under her home.
3: One of the most interesting aspects of building a tunnel system under my suburban home.
2: Kala's been documenting the the process, digging, removing dirt, working with concrete. The town, which Kala has asked us not to name, confirmed to WTOP that it's conducted an on site inspection and is working with her to correct any code violations. Kala says she's confident she will be able to pull together all the proper permits and get the approval to continue. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News.
1: Why is the tunnel being built in the first place? In an earlier video, Kala said it was to be a storm shelter. The Washington Wizards team up with local libraries to get kids from toddlers to teenagers connected to books as well as staying active. Books and basketball, the Washington
0: Wizards winter reading challenge is underway and lots of area libraries are taking part, including Montgomery County, where library director Anita Vasallo says... Kids and young adults from age 3 to 19 can register.
4: And if they complete the program by earning the reading badge and at least two of the other badges, they'll receive a prize and they also get to enter a raffle for two tickets to the April 12, 2024 Wizards game. Last
0: year, 853 kids and young adults with Montgomery County's library system took part. Kids can sign up in person or online. Kate Ryan, WTOP News.
1: Still to come here on WTOP, after traffic and weather, which of the big three automakers didn't really even come close to its goals last year? It's 9.08. Thank you for being here. Michael & Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael & Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, and Bob Imler in the traffic center. On 66 westbound, slow
6: from the Beltway, still getting past what's left of the crash. Just after the Beltway, single right lane is getting by in the main lanes. Express lanes get by with the lane's open now. But it does slow in the main lanes from the Beltway to a point just after the Beltway and well before Nutley Street. Three, excuse me, 395 and 95 each running without delay. And around the Beltway, all is quiet both in Maryland and in Virginia. In the district southbound in the 3rd Street Tunnel, there is a work zone. Uh, you get by single file past the work zone, a bit of a slowdown as you come down from New York Avenue headed toward uh, the southeast-southwest freeway. On DC 295 and I-295, the pace is good, 695 and 395 doing all right. In Maryland, on 95 of the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, each without delay, we're in pretty good shape on 270 in both directions. And 50 out to the Bay Bridge runs pretty freely as well. WTOP Traffic Center is furnished by Regency Furniture. Shop Regency's dining room, living room, and bedroom sets plus. Brand name mattresses in-store and online at RegencyFurniture.com.
1: Bob Indler, WTLP Traffic. Okay, Bob, it's Veronica Johnson, 7 News First Alert, Chief Meteorologist.
0: Mostly cloudy this evening, coming late overnight. There could be a stray shower. Temperatures will be dropping down into the lower in mid-30s by early Thursday. So getting pretty cold, not quite as cold as it was early this morning. Now for Thursday afternoon, we'll top out at about 45, 46 degrees, partly sunny and breezy. Right now, Friday, around 40 degrees and mostly sunny our attention still on saturday winter storm likely at this time the snowiest areas frederick maryland to hagerstown to leesburg to manassas and culpeper west i'm seven news chief meteorologist ronica johnson in the first alert weather center rest in
1: 39 bethesda 40 and the national mall 42 degrees some of us could be down to about 32 overnight brought to you by long fence save 25 percent On decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go
3: to longfence.com. Money News 10 and 40 past the hour. Let's go to Larry Kofsky. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Near record prices and soaring loan rates put the brakes on new car sales last quarter. Toyota and Hyundai were the exceptions, posting solid increases. GM, Honda, and Nissan saw only sluggish growth. Kia sales were lower. Separately, GM didn't even come close to its goal of building 150,000 electric vehicles in 2023. It sold about half that number, mostly Chevy Bolts, as it faced production problems with its Ultium battery pack. Sellers remained in control on Wall Street as minutes from last month's Fed meeting indicated that interest rates would stay higher for longer. Dow Industrials lost 285, the S&P fell 38, the Nasdaq dropped 174. Roku, best known for its streaming boxes, is launching a line of high-end TVs. The new models, ranging from 55 to 75 inches, will be priced at up to $1,500. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Asian markets are all lower. Asia-Pacific region tonight,
1: Tokyo stocks are down 1%. South Korea's Kospi is a percent lower. Hong Kong, a fraction lower. Coming up here on WTOP, we'll talk about the trifecta of respiratory viruses running through our region with a Baylor College of Medicine professor and expert in vaccines and virology. And he says some of this might have been avoided if more of us had been willing to roll up our sleeves in the fall to get those shots.
2: com coming up on WTOP
4: happy new year but how long are we allowed to say that I'm Lynn Bowie
1: 913 stay with us for your whole drive for the ones who get it done the most important part is the one you need now and the best partner is the one who can deliver
2: Breaking news on WTOP.
1: It looks like D.C. is going to increase its SNAP benefits. After all, you may have been following here on WTOP a dispute between the city council and Mayor Bowser's office and others running the city that there may not be an expected increase in SNAP benefits, what used to be called food stamps in D.C. But indeed, people who rely on the city to get enough money to do grocery shopping will be getting an increase in this new year. And our colleagues here in the WTOP newsroom are putting together more information for you in just minutes. More SNAP benefits or greater SNAP benefits will be happening in D.C. after all.
0: Washington's top news, WTOP.
3: Facts
1: matter. Now 915, I'm Dimitri Sotis, and thanks a lot for being with us. A surge in coronavirus and flu infections this past week, driven up by everybody getting together or getting together for the holidays, has health managers here in D.C. concerned about a potential strain on our hospitals as the winter rolls on. Dr. Peter Hotez is dean of the National School of Tropical Medicine at the Baylor College of Medicine and an advocate in the fields of global health and vaccinology. He tells us this winter surge might have been smaller if more people were willing to roll up their sleeves and get a flu shot in the yearly COVID shot this past fall.
5: You know, one of the ways that I look at this is I think of people who openly espouse anti-vaccine viewpoints or things that just don't are not supported by the science. I think of them think of them as sort of victims, victims. Of a very organized, politically motivated, well-financed, and predatory anti-vaccine, anti-science disinformation campaign, uh, and and that may may help a little bit to to see them with a, a sympathetic eye. You know, one of the things that I wrote about in my new book, The Deadly Rise of Anti-Science, was how. 200,000 Americans needlessly died during the delta wave in 2021 at the last half and the BA1 wave when vaccines were more than 90% protective against severe illness because they refused the covid vaccine and so they were needless deaths and not small numbers 200,000 and and a lot of that came out of specific elected members of the US Congress the Senate and the House of Representatives and it was amplified on Fox News every night and there's no other polite way to say it other than to say it i mean this was documented by two groups Media Matters a watchdog group and a research group out of the Federal University of Science and Technology in Switzerland so if you're you know if you're tuning into Fox News every night you're basically getting indoctrinated with a lot of anti-science anti-vaccine disinformation and 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 trying to get people out of that rabbit hole is really, really tough.
1: But looking ahead to the next pandemic, your thoughts on the hardened opinions, uh, our experience with COVID and and how we may handle that better or or as poorly as we did this last one?
5: Yeah, I'm really worried. Um, And, you know, we've had three major coronavirus epidemic pandemics this this new century, right? We had SARS, severe acute respiratory syndrome in 2002. We had Middle Eastern respiratory syndrome in 2012, now COVID-19. So we'll likely have a fourth one before the end of this decade. And, you know, if you remember when COVID vaccines first rolled out, everyone was clamoring to get a vaccine and then their vaccination rates stalled in the middle of 2021. And the people accepting the bivalent booster last year was less than 20% of the population. Now, once again, with this new annual immunization. So I think that's how we'll start out with the next pandemic, that people are going to refuse to get vaccinated. And I worry about the loss of life that will result because of it. So I think, you know, anti-vaccine activism and sentiment is really going up. I mean, you're seeing this now play out in the House COVID subcommittee hearings. They're trying to revise history. They want to say, no, it wasn't the COVID that killed Americans. was the COVID vaccines, which is ridiculous, or that the scientists invented the virus. I mean, this subcommittee is so out there. They're even on their official Twitter site saying they're going to sell popcorn, not even pretending this is anything other than political theater or Fox News soundbite. So I'm very worried for the country because it's not only targeting the science, but it's portraying scientists as public enemies or enemies of the state. Dr.
1: Peter Hotez tonight on WTOP with the Baylor College of Medicine. He was on Skype... Top stories we're working on here on WTOP, just learning that SNAP benefits, food stamp benefits, will be going up in D.C. after all this year. Former President Trump asked the U.S. Supreme Court to ensure he can appear on primary ballots across the country. The names of nearly 200 friends, associates, victims, and opponents of convicted sex offender Jeffrey Epstein are being released tonight. Why a local oral surgeon is headed to prison, likely for almost half a century. Keep it here for details on these stories in the minutes ahead. Time now for traffic and weather on WTOP. We're going to Bob Imler in
6: the traffic center. Still working on the crash on 66 westbound just after the Beltway. Still getting by in the main lane single file to the right while the express lanes get by without delay. But uh, that is about the only thing right now. No work zones are set up yet. Just the crash on 66 west after the Beltway. Uh, Three ninety five and ninety five each running without delay and around the beltway in both Maryland and Virginia. All is quiet. The only work zone right now is in the district in the southbound Third Street Tunnel. Getting by single file there and uh, traffic around the beltway in great shape, uh, both in Maryland and Virginia. Fifty out to the Bay Bridge runs without delay. Ninety five in the Baltimore, Washington Parkway doing all right. One ninety eight is closed for the next couple of weeks, at least uh, one ninety eight between Route 32 and Bald Eagle Drive because of the bridge that was washed out. And some flooding there. 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, running well, as does 270 both ways.
1: Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Okay, Bob, now to Veronica Johnson. She's 7 News, First Alert, Chief Meteorologist. We'll get to the snow when we get to the snow, Veronica, but how are we uh, doing here as we move through the week?
0: Uh, Move it through the week. Not going to be too bad at all. So we've got this weak weather system that is just off to our west here this evening. What it will bring is the continuation of some cloud cover here overnight and throughout probably half of tomorrow. Could even have a sprinkle or flurry overnight and first thing tomorrow. Nothing impactful. Our temperatures though will be in the low to mid 30s so again cold enough to support a few flurries here and there. Uh, Bigger event will be Saturday. High temperature tomorrow at 45 degrees. It will be a little breezy at times, but the sky will brighten up just in time for the afternoon rush. Now, for Friday, we'll have a high around 40 degrees with mostly sunny skies and still looking like Saturday will be the day with the winter storm around the DMV. Right now, your snowiest area is still looking like that area from Frederick, Maryland, dropping south to Leesburg, on south to Culpeper on west. That's where we could have some light, some modest amounts of snowfall. Right now, I 95 corridor in slightly to the west is where we could see that. That mix of rain and snow and then east of i-95 definitely looking like rain in fact moderate maybe even heavy at times so we'll watch for some isolated uh, flooding that may occur by the time we get to the end of the day this is an event that will start mid-morning saturday and end right around sunday early morning around midnight to 2 a.m right now myersville 33 degrees bethesda 41 and virginia reston coming in at 39 and springfield 38 before we say
1: goodbye for now veronica may i ask will any 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 snow be collecting on the roadways in places like Leesburg, where you mentioned there might be some snow?
0: Yeah, certainly anything that is not treated, there is a chance if it does snow uh, hard enough. In fact, if the intensity of the snow is uh, um, at that level that it could overcome the warmer road temperatures, it is possible. But right now looking uh, a little more unlikely at this point. I think what we really have to watch is those areas west and any moisture that's left standing on road, even if it's rain as we step into Sunday morning because it's looking like it's going to be freezing, sub-freezing so it could get a little icy and also down around uh, portions of southwestern virginia up into Foggier county and Culpeper county and rappahannock there may even be some um full-on iciness for early sunday morning as the storm system pulls away so we'll really have to watch a lot of factors the storm is still out on the west coast right now um of course uh, always happy to bring you more
1: all right appreciate it that's why we have veronica and her whole team here seven news first alert Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson counting down to see what kind of snow we get on Saturday. Right now, we're brought to you by Lend the Plumber, heating and air, trusted same-day service, seven days a week.
2: Breaking news on WTOP. And
1: more about what we were just telling you about. It looks like food assistance benefits for D.C. residents will get a temporary funding boost after all here in the new year. The city council and Mayor Muriel Bowser have been going back and forth for about a month over the mayor's decision to withhold a SNAP benefits increase. And yesterday, the council took the first step in trying to authorize a lawsuit against the mayor. But in a statement tonight, the D.C. Department of Human Services says while they initially told Mayor Bowser it was in the best interest of city residents to prioritize other vital human service programs because of budget shortfalls, the agency is now telling the mayor they can make the temporary funding increase for SNAP work while they solve the other challenges. The D.C. Council passed the Give Snap a Raise bill back in March. It carves out $40 million in funding for more than 145,000 SNAP recipients here in the city. Those recipients will now see their benefits increase by 10% between now and September. So when do you stop wishing people a Happy New Year? We wanted to know it. Turns out there are strong
4: opinions. Still celebrating. I like to keep it as long as possible, so I say two weeks. Or totally over it. Honestly, I think by January 2nd, it should all be done. Perhaps a special exception.
0: If it's a relative that you haven't seen uh, for a few months, I'll give you until maybe March.
4: Or maybe not.
3: Probably just the one day, but that's about it.
4: So no Happy New
0: Year today? No. No. In Bethesda, Lynn Bowie, WTOP
5: News.
1: Do any of your New Year's resolutions include money? There are plenty of things you can do to make sure your bank account gets the glow up it needs this year. Your exact financial goals will change based on age.
6: If you or your kids, though, are starting their career, think about those first steps.
5: Starting with the
0: emergency fund, do you have enough if something were to happen?
6: Which is about three to six months of expenses in a high-yield savings account. Candace Lee with Glassman Wealth Services says younger employees should then take advantage of benefits like disability insurance and 401ks if you're on the other side of the spectrum and approaching retirement different goals should be in mind
0: doing that financial
3: analysis and seeing
0: where you are
6: and then planning your retirement around how much you have versus how much you plan to spend or
3: you're working longer than you feel like you should be working
2: luke luker wtop news sports at 25 and 55 time to check in again with frank hanrahan Capitals uh, down four to three to New Jersey at Kaplan Arena as they get ready for the uh, third period. Goals from Carlson, McMichael, and Kuznetsov for the Capitals, who are down two zip. Let's see what they have in store in the third down, four to three down to the uh, Devils at Capital Arena. Not a great start uh, to the new year for the Wizards. They get crushed at Cleveland 140-101. Wizards face the same team. They stay in Cleveland for a couple days on Friday night. College basketball, Virginia top and Louisville, seven.